Hey everyone, welcome back to Sometimes Sensicals, a podcast where four friends exchange notes on life. Today we have a fun little mini episode for you. So it's only James and Grant here. Um, Grant, where are Drew and Shadrach? I wasn't totally sure on that. Um, it sounds like Drew is on a boat and Shadrach is in the wilderness. That's okay. all I know. So there I got too. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I feel like a big part of this podcast is to, like stay up with each other and keep track of each other's lives. And I was like, all right, like excited for the episode this week. And she was like, well, I'm on a boat. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I didn't know you were getting on a boat. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so as hopefully many of you guys know, Grant and I are both students right now. Grant's in law school and I'm in med school. So this is going to be kind of a little mini episode on essentially day in the life of like a law student, a med student, um, kind of what we're studying. Personally, I don't know much about what Grant studies, so I'm really looking forward to hearing kind of what the, the day-to-day life is about that. Um, so I figured just kick us off. Grant, walk me through just kind of really quickly what your day looks like and then what kind of classes are you taking as a law student? I always imagine law school is like just people yelling at each other all day, but I imagine that's probably not the case. Um, yeah, you're, that hasn't happened too often. Um, there's probably only been like one or two class periods where people got, uh, heated. So I think for the most part, it's, it's not as, uh, exciting, but, uh, yeah. So the first year, um, everyone takes the same classes. Um, you know, you kind of take the foundational classes, maybe property law, uh, constitutional law, criminal law. Uh, so basically all the cut and dry stuff. But your second and third year, um, third, you know, you get to take whatever classes you want. Um, so there's classes that will help you prepare for the bar. Um, and they recommend you to take as many classes um, of those as possible just to, you know, get ready. But then they also have other random ones that, you know, it could be beneficial for your career, like uh, like energy law, water law. They have um, like a lot of random ones. I don't know. I don't know how they come up with them, but they also have some like really like hot topic ones. Like they had a reproductive rights class. They have like a feminist class. Um, yeah, lots of lots of variety, but. Uh, Let's see, like this past semester, I took I took evidence. I took a, a class called Federal Courts where they kind of, you know, dive into the nitty gritty of um, how courts kind of work and like the philosophies of, of why we have like a federal court, state courts and stuff like that. And the, the theories that guide them. Anyway, so lots of lots of variety. Um, Usually you take like five classes at a time. Um, and so it's kind of hard to like really dive deep into each class just because there's so much work to do. There's so much, um, so much to read. Usually you have like a 20 to 30 page reading assignment for every class. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty brutal to like stay on top of because you there's a lot of cases that you're supposed to know um but there's also like analysis before and after the cases in the in the case books so it's like yeah it's really dense um 
most of the time. It's really dense. But uh, yeah, I guess we're kind of we're supposed to kind of just do the best we can of of making sense of all of the the gibberish, um, as I'm sure you understand. But uh, yeah, a typical day going to class, um, trying to read through the reading assignments, um, taking notes. Um, and I think one thing that's kind of more unique about law school than um, like what I did in my undergrad was making like outlines, compiling all of like the different cases that we've studied, all of the different rules we've learned or like analyses, you know, tests and stuff that we've learned. Compiling all of that into like a sheet, um, like a quick reference guide. And most classes will allow you to use that on the exam. Um, some of them don't allow you to have anything on the exam. So that's kind of brutal. But uh, yeah, it's kind of your go-to reference. Um, and that's that's a big part of what I do um, or how I spend my time is trying to like put everything that I've learned into a, a format that's useful. So that's it's it doesn't sound too fun. <laughs> I'm saying it. But uh, that's probably an average day. See, that's, I mean, that, it sounds really interesting to me, right? So my dad went to law school. Um, he was a practicing lawyer for uh, many years before he got his current job. Um, and he always described law school as just so much reading. And, and, <laughs> and synth yeah. you know, synthesizing all this information across, you know, different cases and, and things like that. So. Very cool. Um, and we've, we've discussed this a little bit previous, but uh, so Grant, you studied accounting in undergrad. Um, and then are you still doing the Mac program where you're getting your master's of accounting at the same time as your JD? Yeah. So I have, so the way they explained it in undergrad was, um, you know, you finish your junior, what they called the junior core. You finish your, um, you know, the hard classes, you apply to the Mac, you get in, you do one, one year of Mac classes um, and you apply and get into the law school. And then you, you know, you do your first year of law school and then your second and third years of law school, you kind of mix in the remaining Mac classes. Um, so I have three left. <laughs> so two that I'm going to take this upcoming semester and then one. Uh, the semester after so so when i graduate i'll i'll finally finish and get uh, my mac as well as my jd that's so cool yeah so we're i mean that's that's an interesting thing about both of us we're both doing dual degrees right so i'm doing md phd <laughs> where i yeah. do uh maybe a bit more of a bit longer timeline <laughs> where i do uh two years med school uh, three or four years PhD and then two years med school. Um, so it's a very like, we have a med school phase and a, and a graduate school phase. Um, and what's crazy is just hearing you chat about law school and thinking about, so this has not been my first three weeks of med school. Um, it's been wild. It's been intense, man. Like, like these classes are no joke. So like this semester, uh, we so all four years basically, there's pretty limit until your fourth year, you're pretty limited on what classes you can choose. Like your first two years, M1 and M2, 
uh, you don't choose your classes. They're given to you, like you, <laughs> you do what the professors tell you to do. Um, M3, you're in the hospitals rotating. Not necessarily hospitals, but you're getting a taste for different specialties and you're being graded on your ability to essentially do a small portion of that specialty. And in your last year of med school is when you're really able to explore and you're choosing kind of other random specialties or you're um, going to places you want to do residency and uh, doing a couple weeks there kind of as an audition. They're called audition rotations. Um, but right now, my M1 year, we're just getting blasted from all sides of information. Um, so, like right now, yeah. I'm. Or go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, literally, like after the first week, James was like, the. Oh, it was after the white coat ceremony. We were like, yeah, yeah, congrats. Like, you look so official. And he said, yeah, the eight hours of pure PowerPoint today uh, was also pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was orientation so, week. Orientation week was a little rough because it was just like back to back, just logistical information, like human resources, things like that. Um, it's just, it was a lot of it's stuff we had to know, but just, you know. A lot all at once. Um, yeah, a lot. That's crazy. But then moving into my real classes, you know, quote unquote. Uh, so this this first semester, I'm in 27 credits, and it's only Oof. three. It's only three classes though, um, which is kind of interesting because it sounds like you guys take a lot more classes across maybe a more disparate field uh, of study. So I'm in mm -hmm. I'm in three classes. I'm in, I'm in anatomy. Um, it's medical gross anatomy. And then I'm in Foundations of Medicine. Um, those are my two, like, heavy classes. And then I'm in an ethics class called Practice of Medicine. Um, I'm sorry, Oliver is uh, complaining right now. No, you got to watch your dancing fruit. He has a YouTube video on trying to distract him. Um, but uh, so, so Foundations of Medicine, MGA, Medical Gross Anatomy are my big heavy science classes. So Foundations of Medicine is all about how the body works the physiology, um, it's histology, so we're studying side, like uh, cells, like microscopic images of cells and trying to distinguish their function, um, distinguish any abnormalities, things like that. Uh, so FOM, FOM Foundation of Medicine, sorry, is just a ton of uh, science and a lot of like nitty gritty membrane receptors and uh, you know, how your kidneys work, things like that, right? Um, medical gross anatomy is exactly what it sounds. It's just anatomy. Um, and med school is really unique in that the majority of anatomy is taught through cadaver dissections. So two, three times nice. a week, we're, we're, we are dissecting the cadavers, uh, which is really cool. It's a unique experience. I did a cadaver lab in undergrad, um, but we weren't allowed to like dissect the bodies, obviously. <laughs> um, so yesterday we did the, uh, the thorax so we had to use rib cutters to open up the rib cage and lift the rib cage off, and uh, we removed the lungs and we're studying like uh, the root of the lungs where it attaches to the heart and all the different veins and arteries and air tubules in there. Um, really crazy stuff. Kind of a very surreal hmm. experience. Um, and those what did, what did? How did you react? Or like, did anyone pass out? Did anyone get woozy? Um. I'm not, I mean, I get lightheaded just because it's, I'm on my feet, feet for three and a half hours, like, so, <laughs> yeah. um, so I think we all get tired. I don't think anyone's passed out, but the point that you're in medical school, I think you've had to have shown some sort of a non-aversion to like bodily functions and 
and bodies in general because yeah. a lot of people volunteered in hospitals and things like that. Um, but it's still, it is a little surreal. Like yesterday we had to use a bone saw to open up the main debris. I'm right, it's a big hard bone in your chest. Oh, what's wrong, buddy? You're okay, yeah. Um, so we had to use a bone saw to open up the main debris, your big sternum, um, which was just crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah. A bone saw. What'd you say? A bone saw. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, bone saw. I think the technical it's like was a Civil War. A striker <laughs> saw. Yeah. Striker just, saw. Wow. Uh, but, uh, so it was wild. So my daily schedule, I, I try to get up pretty early in the morning, um, usually around 5, and get all my studying done. So that's doing all my reviews from past lectures, as well as all the new information from the day before. Um, the goal is to finish all that before I actually have to go to lecture. Um, and my school does something kind of cool where you can either attend lecture in person or they have recordings of past lectures you can watch. Um, so each week I'll kind of make a plan as to which ones I want to attend in person, which is the ones I'm going to watch recording. There's some professors that I think you know, are really engaging lectures and I love going to their lectures. Um, there's some topics that are uh, very dense, so I'll try to attend those ones in person. But the other topics are a bit easier, that maybe it's a review from undergrad, or there's some professors that uh, maybe have a bit more of a flatter delivery, so watching a past recording is basically the same thing as attending a lecture in person. Um, so yeah, I, I try to get all my studying done, and then I'll either attend or watch lectures, and then the afternoons are for our labs. So we have two labs, it's the it's MGA lab, which is a cadaver dissection, or it's a histology lab, uh, where we sit in a room and look at slides of cells. Um, so lots of like pink and blue <laughs> colored cells and try to distinguish their functions, which is difficult. It's really hard to look at the, some of these slides and figure out like what's actually going on. But uh, that's kind of my daily schedule. I ended up, it obviously changed once we moved into my PhD. We'll be moving down to Houston for that and I'll just be doing research daily. And then my last two years in med school, I'll be uh, um, in hospitals and in outpatient settings and uh, just doing some real medicine. So that's, I'm really excited for that place. No, that's awesome. I, uh, I'm i curious, what time do you have to go to bed to get up by five? I'm usually in bed by nine. I try to, I try to get a full eight hours still. So I go to bed pretty <laughs> early, which is great because usually yeah. after lab, I'm pretty white. So I'll just come home, yeah. I'll hang out with Oliver and my wife and uh, eat some dinner and then go to bed. But. Dang, that sounds like a brutal schedule. I uh, I applaud you. We'll see if it's sustainable. <laughs> I have my first exam uh, exam day, so they schedule all their exams for one day. Um, and uh, it's this, not this Friday, but a week from this Friday, so the 18th. So that that's when we'll find out if my, my schedule's been working or if I need to change yeah. it. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, what... Uh, What's been the hardest part so far for you? Uh, just, I think the sheer volume of information. Um, mm. Most med school students that I talk to have been like, oh, you know, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant, drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> and you, it, you, you hear that analogy so often that you're like, okay, whatever. You know, like it can't possibly be that bad. Um, but it kind of is. Like the, the best analogy I found is that Every lecture is pretty equivalent to about a midterm's worth of information from one of my undergrad classes. 
check all the information mm -hmm. I was expected to know for a biology midterm or things like that, that's usually condensed down to one lecture for med school. Um, so it's wow. a lot. <laughs> so that, the, and the, the, none of the uh, information is like really conceptually challenging or even super complicated. Um, it's just a ton of information, which I kind of think sums up medicine. You know, there's, there's some parts of medicine that are incredibly complicated, but a lot of it's not terribly complicated. There's just so much information. Um, but, uh, but what's been the hardest part of law school for you? Or I guess what's the, what's been the most fun part and what's been the hardest part? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I think the funnest part for me has been kind of like the, the mind shift in to, to think like a lawyer, to think okay. more analytically, um, to think through like rather than everything being black and white, Kind of seeing like where things are a, a little bit more gray um i'm thinking like thinking through like where's the strongest arguments where are the weak arguments um so i i feel like that's been the funnest part besides i mean besides um like making friends and 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 club activities and, and things like that um i think that's been really rewarding seeing like how my thinking has changed um, right. But the, I kind of agree with. I mean, I I don't think it's it's comparable in in amount of information, but yeah, a lot of cases trying to just parse all of this, all of this info into like like actionable or not maybe not actionable, but like a reasonable amount of like bullet points to know. Right. Um, that's that's been pretty hard. Keeping up yeah. on readings, um, yeah, that's that's tough. But yeah, uh... <laughs> med school we use a term called like high yield um, for the stuff that's like really important. You know, because yeah. there's so much information that it's it is impossible to know every fine detail about everything we learn. So you kind of have to learn to uh, to to shift through or sift through and find what's important important, what's going to actually be applicable to future patients, um, which is, I think that's, that has been a really fun uh, mental exercise, is trying to identify what's important about this, uh, so if we're learning about some new system, or learning about how cells work, um, you know, okay, like what, what parts of this are easily breakable, and if that broke, what does that cause, you know, things like that, um, but uh, mm. yeah, I can definitely see that, thinking more like, I, I see myself thinking more like a physician. For sure, um, which is fun. <laughs> it, it's it's, I like it's it. a new way to see the world, but it's fun. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's an exciting time. It's also a time I'm sure we'll look back and be like, I don't want to have to do that again, but I'm glad <laughs> I did it. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I'm getting. I'll be really grateful when it's over, and so grateful for everything it's taught me. But then I, I, I think it will be like a, wow, you know, you couldn't pay me to to lose that experience, but you couldn't pay me to do it again. So. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I Hey, I, I just had a question that I've, I've been thinking about. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people say, like, don't wait for graduation or, like, don't wait to, like, the next milestone in your life. 
to like be happy or to like you know like feel like you made it does that make sense right. to you? like uh what what has your experience been with that because i have found myself like oh yeah like once i graduate then i can then i'll be like more calm like i'll right you know i won't be in such a high pressure situation like then right. i'll be um then i'll be more happy then i can like you know take time for myself you know blah 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 what are your thoughts on that i think that's a great question i think all needs to learn how to be happier huh <laughs> um i think that's a really like a really powerful concept um i do think that that's something that i really actually focus on daily uh, one of my favorite books is the happiness advantage which kind of does discuss that topic it's a phenomenal book if you ever have a chance to read it it's a short read um, fairly life-changing book, I would say. Um, but I do think, for me, a, a, a vital reason that I try to do that is that I don't graduate for seven or eight years. <laughs> you know, so so yeah. I, I can't put off being happy for seven to eight years. Um, and so what I do is, I uh, in the book, they talk about moving moving the fulcrum, right? So if you, if you have a lever, you move the fulcrum, and you're able to lift heavier weights. So just the other, literally just the other day, I was in a lecture and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much information. Like, I am so tired. I just like have no idea what's going on. Like, I just want to go to bed. And I, and I caught myself thinking, I was like, dude, like, like, you need, like, I, you really need to move your, shift your focus here. Like, you're in med school, which is an incredible accomplishment on its own. You're in a class learning about things that they'll, hopefully save lives someday like you should be like grateful for where you're at right now you know and and you may not be and yeah i was still tired and i <laughs> the information was still difficult but shifting my outlook and just remembering that um kind of like the work i've done to get there you know to be in that class that that really helped shift my attitude around and the rest of the lecture was so much better uh you know I remembered things better. I, I saw connections I didn't see before. And it was all because I think I recognized this kind of negative thinking. I was like, oh, you know, when this lecture's over, I'll be happy. <laughs> you kind of figure when I don't have to do all these hard science lectures anymore, I'll be happy. Um, catching myself in that thinking early and, uh, and trying to actively combat against it. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's helpful. I like the I'll have to read that book. I know you've recommended it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. It's not. It's not a book but it's Who's a it by? Oh man, it's a it's a PhD from Harvard who studies happiness. Really mm -hmm. cool guy. He's okay. a positive psychologist. Um, so all, ah. all of his all of his stuff is is well backed up with lots of scientific evidence, which I which I really appreciate. But uh, yeah, highly recommend yeah. it. it uh, Cool. It's helped me a lot in these in these couple of weeks where I think it, it would have been very easy to get overwhelmed because it's it's a very much a zero to a hundred very quickly where all of a sudden you know one day you're getting to write code and then it's like oh we're just doing orientation stuff and then all of a sudden it's like okay this is your testable material and we're starting. So. Oof, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, that's all that. I have it's to say. Be rough. 
Well, good luck to you too. This is—I've uh, I've had a lot of fun chatting about law school and med school. Um, I'm really glad that. Uh, well, I'm not glad that Drew and Shadow are here. I'm always sad when they're not here. But uh, I'm grateful we got to chat as, as students and people chose to grad school. Um, any closing? Any closing thoughts to wrap up the episode? Yeah, I think honestly, I guess you know. I think Drew always says, "If there's a takeaway, here's what it is." So I'll be Drew um, right now, which I actually appreciate because um, I like having like a takeaway thought. My takeaway thought is consistency is key. Spend a little time every day. Um, and I guess just kind of put your nose to the grindstone and get it done um, in chunks. I don't think I, I don't work well in long long periods of time so i have to take short breaks but uh yeah i don't know i I'm, I'm learning the value of of hard work and hard study um but like daily consistent study i think that will take us far so anyway i've enjoyed the chat it's it's uh cool to learn more about uh medicine and oof oh i'm i'm glad you're doing that not me so <laughs> But it's been fun. Well, I'm grateful we'll have lawyers like you to hopefully not sue me for malpractice. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you, Grant. Best of luck in everything, and I'll see you next week. Yep, see you next week.